0: All right, this is the Conversation, Cannabis, and Christianity podcast. My name is Miguel Torres and I'm your host. And this is the 1990s part two. The 1990s part two. I'm going to start off with words. Words. So in the 80s, bad, as I was a kid growing up in middle school and elementary school, the slang term bad meant good. It was weird. I thought it was cool too. I did it all the time. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it was what kids were doing. And it was what you heard some things on the radio and on TV. And now that I have children and I hear some of the slang words, or some of the words they're using, and I've heard it before them, too. <clears throat> but it's, it's a little funny because I, I now I realize while my dad was looking at me and saying, boy, what is wrong with you? Bad means bad. It does not mean good. It's funny. It's a funny thing. <laughs> it's a funny thing. At the time, I was like, you just don't get it. You don't understand. And he did. But he forgot what it was like to be that age and to go through it without having the eyes and the mind, I should say the mind, because the mind looks through the eyes, without having the mind of a more mature adult. And uh, I found myself falling into the same trap with my kids. It's kind of funny. But then I realized, it was, it's, the words are a bit stronger now. Now it's like, oh, that's sick. That's kind of like, oh, That's why do you want to be sick? <laughs> Nobody wants to be sick. <laughs> or, oh, that's killer. Oh, that's killer, man, that's killer, that's killer. Well, that's wicked. Wicked, man, wicked. Those are all things that people don't voluntarily go to unless they don't know what it really means. Being sick, nobody wants to be sick. Everyone wants good health. Unless you're a child, you want to get home, get out of school. Then you want to to fake sick. (laughs) Wicked. You know, if you're surrounded by wicked people in your home and your home is surrounded by wicked people, you probably wouldn't find that word so endearing killer that's an even stronger one that's a murderer strange how these things these words just creep into our lexicon and they come out of our mouth thinking that it's something cool that other people can relate to also killer man wicked sick bad <laughs> it's funny it's funny it's funny 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 thing Words. So now the nineteen nineties. You know, we you know what the big slang term was. It wasn't bad, of course. It wasn't killer. It wasn't dope. I was dope, rather. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> it was dope. It was dope. Oh, that's dope, man. That's dope. That's what it was in the nineties, because dope was illegal, and it meant criminal activity. That's dope, man. It's gonna make you somehow make you feel good, and but it's illegal. Strange, very strange, because in the nineteen nineties, you had a large amount of musical, just well, just every medium of entertainment was heavily influenced with the apathy of the nineteen sixties. The 1960s didn't deliver what they were trying to deliver. The baby boomers couldn't deliver the counterculture, the civil rights revolution that they revolutions that they tried to deliver. Thirty years later, that stuff gets retreaded. Sixty years later, it's getting retreaded in the 2020s. The 60s didn't deliver. The 90s picked up on that. And they were kind of angry. What? What do you mean? You guys, this just, you guys didn't get this right? You guys didn't fix all these problems? well, now we're just going to get mad and nasty. That's kind of what the 90s were like. You can kind of listen to the music and look at the entertainment, things shifted. And you also had, you know, the funny thing is, is you don't ever hear about this. Well, you, you might hear about it, but you don't really uh, look at it in terms of like, what was going on in the 90s that people were afraid of, right? Y2K, that computer program where if if we don't get this thing to work, the world's gonna shut down on midnight. At, right at right at midnight on nineteen <laughs> on December thirty first of ni- nineteen ninety nine. World's gonna shut down because of Y two K. Yeah, it didn't happen. Nothing happened. Everything kept trucking along, trucking alone. Time just keep kept trucking along. But it's kind of funny. All that fear, all that anxiety, all that worry that people get bunched up. It's more than bunched up. It actually kills you from the inside out. Fear. Condemnation. Crazy. It's crazy. Now, I was looking at the Bible. And uh, I did a search for the word time. You can check this out for yourself. There's different translations. But the first mention of the word time is in Genesis. And it's after Cain, or that's after uh, Adam and Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil instead of the tree of life now I know there's a lot of people not necessarily a lot I say there's some people because I don't know if there's a lot or not but I know there's some people that believe that you know want to look at these plants that human beings have made illegal and say yup that's the plant that's what it was I don't think you can look at human beings right now and legislation and laws and say yeah this plant was the tree of life and this plant was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You know, it's just guessing all the way around. But, I do want to read something to you about time because it's interesting. I say this because there's no mention of time before the fall. Before the decision that Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve made to be the deciders of what is good and evil, There was no mention of time before that. So I'm going to read from Genesis chapter 4. So now the fall has happened. And I'm going to give some context to this because I don't want any farmers to think that farming is not good. That's not what this passage is about. When Adam and Eve made their decision, Scripture says in Genesis that God clothed them with the skins of animals. So I'm going to start off, I'm actually going to start off in in Genesis 3 instead of 4. It's the end of Genesis 3. And it's 21, starting in Genesis 3, 21, where you're all the way to the end, and then a little bit into Genesis 4. And the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed clothed for them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And now he might reach out his hand and take fruit also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the garden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out. And at the east of the Garden of Eden, he stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. Now we're into chapter four. Now the man had relations with his wife Eve, and she conceived and gave birth to Cain. And she said, I have obtained a male child with the help of the Lord. And again, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of flocks, but Cain was a cultivator of the ground. So it came about, and this is the first mention of time, so it came about in the course of time that Cain brought an offering to the Lord from the fruit of the ground. Abel, on his part, also brought an offering from the firstborn of his flock and from their fat portions. And the Lord, got, and the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering, he had no regard. So Cain became very angry. And his face was gloomy. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why is your face gloomy? If you do well, will your face not be cheerful? And if you do not do well, sin is lurking at the door. And its desire is for you. But you must master it. Cain talked to his brother Abel. And it happened that when they were in the field, Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. That's pretty angry. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? Then he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. Now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. Interesting how he's describing this. When you cultivate the ground, it will no longer yield its strength to you. You will be a wanderer and a drifter on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is too great to endure. Behold, you have driven me this day from the face of the ground and I will be hidden from your face and I will be a wanderer and a drifter on the earth and whoever finds me will kill me. That's interesting. There's a lot in that. The ground opened its mouth to receive Abel's blood and and his blood is now shouting out, this is later on, vengeance so interesting first mention of time in the bible is after the fall and in the course of time these things happened now the 1990s the 1960s time The course of time. Time marks a lot of things for people when we have schedules, calendars, itineraries, agendas. But time also marches you straight to death. That's what time does. I don't think there was time the way we know time before the fall. Because when we celebrate someone's birthday, we say, how old are you? Old, old is opposite of young. Old lends to death, young lends to new life. So it's interesting to think about it like this. Before the fall, I don't think time existed, not the way we know it now, because aging didn't exist. Because aging didn't exist, death did not exist. And if death did not exist, that's quite a world to live in. That's quite a world to live in where aging, death, and disease do not exist. So here we are in the 1990s. And all kinds of things are happening. There's a uh, postmodernism. Oh, I think that I remember the, the author's name. He's a French guy, Leotard France, Francois Leotard, I think. And uh, he's written some books about postmodernism, and in them, he's talking about he, he's talking about how entertainers, poets, musicians, artists will become the new philosophers. And that's been happening already. It's been going on for a while. I love music. I like entertainment. I find myself watching less television, though. On my phone, too. I find myself watching less television on my phone. But the music, something I always love to listen to. What do we fill our minds and our eyes with? What do we fill our minds with? through the gates of our eyes and ears. And the 90s were pretty, uh, you know, they're pretty angry. It's like, I think it's kind of funny that a band like Green Day and the songs that were very popular that they sang became a Broadway musical. It's weird. It's really weird. It's strange. But we do celebrate these things. A lot of people know that if it bleeds, it leads, and you can make a lot of money off of people's apathy and depression and stuff like that. Instead of not making money off of that and trying to help them along the way, no, it's a free will. People can do people. You know, it's a thing. It's a thing that's nice about being an American or in a country where you have options and choice to think and to believe. Because when I look at the surface of the 1990s, that's what I see. But when I look under the surface of the 1990s, I see, I I do see an optimism. Because as I said earlier, a lot of people in the nineties were thinking, "Oh, these baby boomers—they couldn't get the, they couldn't get it right with these movements: civil rights movement, counterculture movement. They couldn't get these things right." The reason why that would people would make people upset is because they want it to be corrected. Because they recognize that these things aren't good. Justice matters, equality matters, people matter, which is why justice and equality equality matter because people matter in the 1990s a lot of a lot of music and entertainment came out that uh did the work of a philosopher it really did it really did and you had genres mixing and this is kind of you know you can have people copy a genre But when you take rock and roll and you mix it with rap or hip hop or however you want to call it, rock, rap, alternative, when you take those genres and you mix them up, that was the decade that at first, well, it happened in the 80s. You know, you had Aerosmith and run DMC. But then you have, and I was from Michigan, I was born and raised in Michigan. Then you have Kid Rock and Eminem come out of Michigan, like, what in the world? And you're like, wow, these people are from my state. I'm not from California. I'm not from New York wow, these people are going worldwide too. This is crazy. And one thing about that is that that a lot of their music just doesn't change. A lot of the music just doesn't change. That's the funny thing about being a musician and entertainer is that you may write a piece of work and it may not be the way you believe later in life. Yet that piece of work is what people want and you have to relive it for them. Because they're cheering you on. Because that's what they want. You hear about it musicians. They get tired of hearing playing their hits. Actors get tired of talking about hit movies. Stuff like that. That stuff affects people's minds greatly. Greatly. But it is interesting. How. uh, Oh it's not even interesting. I think it's pretty sad. When I hear a lot of musicians. And I'm like wow. You're 40s, 50s, 60s. And you're still this angry. And you still want, you still think it's cool to make money off of getting people angry with you. The '90s was a lot of that. That still happens now, of course, but the '90s really broke things open because you got to remember, right after the '90s was the turn of the century. You're going from the 19, you're going from the 2000s to the 21st century. It's a big break. It's a big. Mindset change. Oh, don't go into, don't do. Hey, we got this Y two K thing coming up. Be scared, be scared, be scared. Oh, it didn't happen. Whew. We can all quit going on. Okay, good. Strange thing. How's this stuff? You know, why does fear seem to want to hold on, and why do we seem to want to hold on to fear? Now, the 2020s. 1990s are being rehashed in the 2020s. I don't make this stuff up. My kids are telling me, yeah, dad, it's 1990s all over again. I'm like, I know, it's strange, isn't it? And when you guys will be three years from now, you can count on every decade being relived to a certain degree 30 years later. It's like a pattern. doesn't seem like an accident. Sounds like a, Good advertising idea. Hi. Time, time, time. 1990s, 1960s, 1990s, 2020s. It's pretty cool. Just keeps trucking along. It just keeps moving along. Marking time. Is that what we really want to do, though? Do we just want to mark time? by waiting for the next TV show to come on or waiting for the next series to be released. Now, there's something... I brought up Kid Rock for a reason, because that song, only God knows why. It sounds real cool, but you know what? It's really... he's really uh, doesn't know what he's talking about. I think he might have had an idea what he's talking about. But to put it out there for public consumption and to say, yep, this is what God is like. Yeah. To you. You really want to put it out there for everybody to say, you get what you put in and people get what they deserve. Only God knows why. That doesn't make any sense. If you're thinking about the old covenant and the new covenant, the old covenant pointing to the new covenant. And it affects people. What we listen to, what we choose to feed on with our eyes and ears, matters. It matters. Now, remember in that uh, Genesis four three, where he say, where Jesus is talking to Cain, and he's like, "Your face is gloomy. Why are you angry?" Why is your face so gloomy? You know, if we find reasons to make our face gloomy, it will be. Cain had a reason to be gloomy. He was jealous. He, he felt slighted. He didn't want to change. He wanted to stay the same. So he thought, okay, I'll get rid of the one who's doing it right, and maybe I'll be accepted. If I get rid of the one who's doing it right, maybe, they'll, maybe I'll be accepted. The problem is, that's Cain thinking about right and wrong in his own way. Cain is thinking about right and wrong in his own way, and he's deciding it for himself. I'm right because I'm angry. Cain, Abel is wrong because Jesus favored him. I'm going to get rid of the one who's making pain for me. He chose. He chose. He made his decision. He walked out what his parents decided. His parents provided a, an atmosphere for him, and he chose. And it sounds pretty heavy, and it is pretty heavy, which is why I'm glad that I am loved like you by Jesus, if you choose to receive it. Because he says, nobody deserves it. Nobody can earn it. It's, um, it's, it's, it's not possible. But with God, all things are possible. And he made a way. And he made a way. Now, if you haven't listened to the Universalism the episode I did it was called Universalism with Pastor Keith Stanton check that out check it out because a lot of things that are being taught at some churches not all I'm not gonna say too many I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say too many I'm just gonna say it some may not be clear or may not be as 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 clear as it should be. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on a few topics because I got a few episodes coming up with Pastor Keith Stan. We're gonna expand on this some more. So the 1990s heavily influenced by the 1960s, 2020s heavily influenced by the 1990s. And which were heavily influenced by the two thousand by the nineteen sixties. You can see it all over the place. Nobody's unaware of this. How come? How come this is happening? I'm not looking for some deep thing. I'm just saying be aware of the world around you. Sometimes dark masquerades is light. And sometimes we think what is light or what is dark has been made to look dark by people. And that thing I'm talking about is love. Because that's what it is. That's what Jesus is. God is love. It does not say God loves. It says he is love. So, if God is love, what's with some of these teachings that people are hearing? And how do politics mix into it? I'm not talking about anything that people are not already, aren't are not already aware of. But when you remember that Jesus, he says, love one another. that's pretty impressive because he's saying you guys can't earn your way into heaven no one can. I made the way for you. And here's the thing I'm everybody needs to be to be told something to do because what do I do? what do I do it's not so much what do I believe? The doing should coming should be coming from believing. The doing should be coming from believing. But hey, you know what? It doesn't work out that way for everybody all the time. I know that sometimes the doing and in ways that I'm not going to get into right now, the doing has caused some has has led to some believing. But I wish the believing would have been there before the doing, because I would have not worn myself out so badly trying to do something that I could not do, but I needed to believe and walk it out. All right. This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity podcast. This episode is titled the 1990s part two. My name is Miguel Torres and I am your host. The next episode we're going to be publishing is with a very unique multiple sclerosis patient from Canada. My name is Allison Murden. Quite unique. Check it out. Love you all.